Hello, hello, and welcome to Being a Has Never, the podcast about someone trying to break into the film industry. I'm your host, Juan, and as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. So for today's episode, here's the question. What were you doing to get your dream plan together? Now, what I mean by dream plan as in, what were you doing to make sure you made the big move? What were you doing to get ready for your next career move? Or moving to a new city? Or making sure you land the job? What were some of the things you were doing in order for you to be a success in your next career path? No surprise, ever since I was a child, I totally wanted to go down and live in LA. It was the whole allure of the Hollywood glam, the, the movie magic, and constantly being told every day, Hollywood is where movies and television is filmed. It's where they're made. It's where all the studios are. You need to go down if you want to pursue unionized film work. So obviously, yes, the whole plan was get my education, get my film degree, get as much experience as possible, and then head down to L.A., go to the big city, and go make a name for myself in film and television. Now, while I was at CSU Monterey Bay, I was hearing a lot of people, you know, like what their plan was going down, you know, going down with some roommates, going by themselves, making a film career. But basically, the common thread I remember hearing was you go down to L.A., you find a production house and you go work as a production assistant or a.k.a. a P.A. You do that for a couple of years or for a couple of months, depending on how committed and how successful you can be. You work your way up to becoming a production manager, then you work your way up to assistant director, and then finally you work your way up to being a director and start working on various television shows, movies, depending on what you feel the most comfortable with. Now, it seems simple enough, and I'm not going to lie to a lot of the alumni that I remember from school and when I was still on Facebook, a lot of them were still following that same generic path. PA, assistant director, and then finally director. So to me in my little mind, it seems simple enough and it made a lot of sense because being a production assistant is you're basically the person that has to help make sure everybody is taken care of or assist the people when it's needed. And being a PA, if you have the experience of being on set, it's best if you know how everything is supposed to run, how smoothly everything's supposed to go. Plus, also, it's great to show your coworkers that you're reliable and you can be a Captain save a when it comes to it. And I'm not going to lie. I felt like I had a lot of confidence and a lot of experience because through Gavilan College, through CSU Monterey Bay, I had my live broadcast experience where we did newsrooms. I also produced live on tape shows. And I also had my Walking Alone short film. I personally felt like I had a pretty, you know, good resume to share with all these production houses. I know how to do things. I'm confident. I can get it done. Just give me an opportunity and I won't let you down. Now, the big question I had for myself was, do I go down to L.A. by myself? <laughs> Quite frankly, I was afraid to go down by myself. I was scared shitless because, A, I mostly lived in Northern California, and I've been to L.A., I've been to Anaheim, you know, mostly to Disneyland, Universal Studios. Like, I've been down there, and it's just like in general, it's a new place for me. So I wasn't really sure, like, okay, where are the local hotspots or, like, how to navigate around. I don't have a lot of these streets memorized. 
Well, actually, quite frankly, I don't have a lot of streets memorized, and I've been in this area for quite some time. But I was generally afraid to go down somewhere new because it's a big and scary place. It's a whole bigger city, and it's not exactly quite the same in what I'm used to. But I wasn't really sure if I could go down by myself. But luckily, while at Cal State Monterey Bay, I actually met somebody who was very open, very down, and said they would love to go down with me. So one of my college besties, Lupe, who I mentioned on this podcast, she is this amazing cinematographer. She was Captain Save a Ho and my assistant director on my Walking Alone project. She was the one I was hanging out with and talking about going to L.A., and she also had the same thought pattern of going down with me. Now, I met Lupe, I want to say maybe my junior year of Cal State Monterey Bay, or at least my second or third semester. I can't quite pin exactly when I actually had classes with her, but she was coming off of traveling abroad, and then I finally have one class with her, and I'm like, I like this chick. She's super funny, and she's super cool. And I remember, too, while we were in school, oh my god, this bitch and I, we would go out to San Francisco, we would go out to San Jose, we'd be going out drinking, getting into trouble. Well, maybe not getting into trouble, but like hitting some bottles, hitting the clubs, dancing, making fools of ourselves, and just having a really great time. In fact, she was also one of my besties that came with me to CineQuest. And if you guys remember that episode, that was when I got super messy at the closing party. And yes, she was the Captain save ho who rescued me and took me home that night. So Lupe and I, we've been through some, we definitely been through some messy party girl moments. But One thing for sure is Lupe was definitely putting in my idea that we should start saving up before we start moving to L.A. Now, granted, I want to say she started to tell me start saving up maybe roughly about a year before we moved or at least a good like 13 months or so. She said, let's start saving up some coins now. And then when the time comes, we'll start going down and go look for places. Now, the reason why I really did love to go with Lupe, because a few things. Number one, she's way more level-headed than I am. Like, she really is, like, the calm, cool, collected, and she's also really great with money management. Like, she's the one that's like, no, we shouldn't spend $20 on one drink. We should spend $20 on two bottles. Or, no, you don't want to spend $15 on a burger. Let's go to Jack in the Box and get, like, some little munchies. Like, she's that girl. And me, I am the complete opposite. I am someone who is very frivolous with their money. No surprise. But definitely, when it comes to, like, responsibility, I felt that Lupe was the best candidate of people that were interested in going down. Now, I did have other people that already lived in L.A., but they wanted to stay in the Monterey area. Lupe, I felt she is the most responsible person I knew during college, and I felt... If shit hits the roof, we'll be okay because, A, she's got me, I got her. I mean, the worst case scenario is we run out of money and we have to move back up. But I wouldn't say she was necessarily the mom of the duo between us, but she was definitely the one that's like, let's be smart about our money. Let's try to save when we can. And let's just have a really good time when we're down there. Now, I'm not going to lie. Living in California, we already know it's very expensive. Living in high-populated areas is very expensive. 
So me and Lupe, we weren't really quite sure on how much money we were going to save. So that's why she told me start saving now, which was like almost a year or so before we moved, because we weren't really sure on how much money we were going to need for rent. I mean, between the two of us, it obviously wasn't going to be that expensive, but it was still going to be a nice chunk of cash. On top of that, too, in my personal finances, I have credit card debt. Well, I mean, I still have credit card debt, but at this time, I didn't want to go down to L.A. with a large debt sum. So obviously the challenge was work, pay off the credit card, save money, work, pay off the credit card, save some money. So it was a lot of like saving and payment, saving and payment. So I was like, this is a challenge, especially since my spending habits are very frivolous and her and I were going out to the bars a lot too during college. So I will say this though, try to get a handle on your debt and save up before you make a big move. I'll be very frank too. Around the holiday season, I started working for MAC Cosmetics before I moved down to LA and I was working as their freelance artist. So I'd go down to whatever counter had hours, work at MAC, do makeover, sell the makeup, collect a check, and then just go from there. I worked a lot during the holiday season, especially the last year at Cal State Monterey Bay. So I was definitely very busy. However, what I didn't realize during the retail holiday season was that it stopped a little after the holiday season. So I wasn't really working as much during the spring before we moved. So I was like, okay, like I got to find some more money, right? This was actually around the time Big Little Lies came in. So thank God Big Little Lies came in. I just got a new car. I was able to work all those days and pretty much all of the money I made from Big Little Lies went straight to savings for a new apartment. So we're saving up our coins. I'm working with MAC Cosmetics during the holiday season. Big Little Lies is shooting and I am saving all those checks. The next question was, what are we going to do for income? Now, before I learned about central casting, Lupe and I were kind of figuring out what should we do to make some more money. One of the things I did thought was I will go down and work as a freelancer for MAC Cosmetics in the LA area. I know they didn't have a whole lot of hours for me here in the Northern California territories, but I figured because these are not such high traffic or such high tourist areas, at least to me it wasn't, I figured maybe there were some more hours down in the LA area and there are way more MAC Cosmetics stores and counters than there are here in Santa Cruz, Monterey, or San Jose, right? So I figured maybe they just don't have the hours because they're not super high volume stores. So I may have some more luck if I go down and work for Mac there. That was option one. Now, option two, I've mentioned this website here on this podcast before, and it was called Staff Me Up. Staff Me Up, again, is a production website where they have like all these projects. You can sign up for assistant editor. You can sign for sound editor, PA, director, makeup artist, whatever crew position essentially is available. If a project is looking for that position, you can apply, submit your resume, and hopefully you get picked up. From what I do remember, I think they do have union and non-union gigs, but I haven't been on that website for a hot minute, so I have to double check. But Those were options that me and Lupe were kind of considering. I know she was also considering working at whatever job she could land while we were in LA, but thank God when Big Little Lies came in, I learned about central casting. 
And again, Central Casting is the background agency that sends you to both union and non-union projects. And if you book yourself consistently, you can make consistent income. So that was something I kind of would stress to you guys that when you are moving to a new place is really, really look at what are the income sources you can have. And I would say even have multiple sources of income options available, if that makes sense. I mean, I didn't do investing per se, but if I couldn't get this job, I at least had another job potential. I looked at another job potential just so that I can make some money while I was in L.A. So as it's getting closer and closer to the moving date, I am on Staff Me Up and I just started applying to all these non-union productions. And just to reiterate, being union means you are part of a group that gets you great pay, gets you protection while you're on set, and you work on productions that have great notoriety. Like you get to work on major Hollywood productions. And some of the unions that you will hear if you're in LA are like SAG-AFTRA, BAFTA if you're in the UK, and IASTE for film crews. Being non-union means that we basically don't get any of those benefits. We don't really get a, I mean, you still will be respected, but the union will set major guidelines for you to work so you're not taken advantage of. And then also, too, not every single non-union indie feature you work at will be a major production hit. So that's just kind of what some of the benefits and like the cons are. But I really wasn't going in just yet to work on union. I was really going in to see if I can get more experience to grow into being the director I wanted to be. Now, I will say this, though, you totally can become a union member while working on an indie feature. And if I remember correctly, if it gets picked up on streaming services or a production house wants to release it under their name, everybody on cast and crew becomes unionized and they will go to their prospective unions. At least that's what I remember or from what I'm told. You want to know kind of something funny and ironic is that my boyfriend actually got his SAG eligibility a few years before I met him. What I was told was a friend of ours invited him to be principal actor for Candy Camera out of all things. I think the joke was both of them would stand in front of people's cars and just be making out, ignoring all these people as a joke for Candid Camera. And he actually was giving his SAG eligibility and his SAG invite. So I will say this too. If you are an actor and you do apply for a union gig and you get casted, you will receive your union eligibility, which then you have to pay the... Oh, Lord, it's probably a lot more now than it was a few years ago. But it's like a $3,000 initial invite and like payment. And then you can get into SAG and then, then you'll start doing your union fees, start working on major sets. But it's like a $3,000 invite. Again, I'm not 100% an expert on that. But those are just some of the ways I remember hearing about becoming union while working on independent features situations like my boyfriend it does happen it's just it's funny on how he's not really an actor or a filmmaker but he got his SAG eligibility through someone he knows damn lucky him <laughs> I will say this though if you do have a big budget it is beneficial to get union folk because the actors the crew they've been selected to be in the union because they know their shit and if you really want your film project to go really well, 
it they usually advise indie features to go through the unions to help make sure your project is amazing and i think that's also how you become union status is because you have such high quality people on your project it's mostly what streaming services and production houses look for because they see the quality but again this is just from what i was being told and a lot of things have changed especially since this time but aside from getting the dream of working union, being on these big production sets, it was really, how do I get on a set? How do I get more experience from outside of school? And it was keep applying until you hear a yes, please come on board. This is when we're going to be shooting. So it's simple enough, right? Lupi and I, we are saving as much coins as possible. We're going to figure out where we're going to go live. We're going to go to apply to staffmeup.com. We're going to go to apply to all these non-union gigs. We're going to go to central casting. Like, we're getting it together, right? The last thing, though, on my plan I had to work out was my relationship. Now, I'll be honest, you guys. This is the same guy I have been with for a very long time. And yes, He's the one that has his SAG eligibility. Ironic, right? But really, he and I, we had to have a discussion about how we're going to be in a long-distance relationship. Because ever since I met my partner, he's always known that I've always wanted to go to L.A. ever since I was younger. I told him I got my film degree. I want to be a film director. I want to go work on major Hollywood productions. Like, this is what I've been dreaming about since I was 18. So he knew and he understood and it wasn't like I wasn't going to not come up and visit him, which I did. But he knew, too, like, I cannot commute from Santa Cruz all the way to L.A. just for a gig. Like, it's easier for me if I go down there. So that was a really big discussion, you guys, because if he did not support my dream, then I would have dumped his ass hard. And <laughs> I actually have a really funny story about this. My mom is one of my biggest supporters. She is my biggest fan, but she's also the one that makes sure I get my shit together. This, <laughs> oh my God. And my mom is that bitch. I will just say that right now. She has always been that fighter. She is outspoken. She is one strong, confident woman, and you don't fuck with her. The first day my mom and my partner met, we were at Chili's. We were having a few drinks, but she was having like a margarita. She was chilling. She was having a good time. I go to the restroom real quick. This woman straight up tells my man, I don't want him wasting his degree for a relationship. I was like, bitch, my mama did not tell you that. My mom straight up told my boyfriend who... We were only dating for a few months, granted. Or actually, no, not a few months. Maybe like, no, I want to say it was a good couple, like six months, I think, at this time. But my mom straight up told his ass, he is not wasting his degree, our money, and a career for a man. So if you don't support him, dump him now. Oh, when I found out, I was like, my mama did not tell you that. But as I said, my mom has always been, <laughs> My mom has always been the number one fan and my supporter. So obviously, as any mom would, she just wants to make sure that her baby is level-headed and is going to go follow the dream path that he's had. And also, too, my mom is a child from the 60s. So, you know, she's a baddie. She's seen some shit, and she is not afraid to stand up for herself. And also, too, she's 4'11", so <laughs> she really stands up for herself. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, my mom my mom is really that bitch. I love her though. I will say this though, with everything I've talked about, it really was what I needed to do in order to make a move. I mean, I personally did not have the luxury of like, oh, I'm just going to rent out an apartment for three months and then just check it out. Like, so easy, easily, right? I don't have that much money to spend for three months worth of rent. Because in all honesty, it can be a challenge when you have a shit ton of debt or you don't have enough money saved up. Three, you don't know where you're going to make your money. And four, if you don't have someone that supports your dream, then yeah, it might not go how you expected it to. So that's when I say when you are making these big moves, these big changes, really make sure all these ducks are in a row. Because I know for some people we see off the internet, TikTok and all of that, it just seems so easy to pick your shit up and like plant yourself in somewhere new when in actuality it's really not that easy. And two, it's a big move. It's a move for your career. And these are things that I personally felt like you shouldn't take too lightly. But what really helped me solidify also is that I did have a support of a friend to go down with me. And this was also someone like who, yes, did enjoy going out drinking, having a great time at the bar, making memories. But this was someone who was very level headed. And Lupe, I don't know if you're listening right now, but I love you so much because you are that bitch that has put her mind to things. You take care of what you need to, but you're also practical and you're realistic. And that's something I think a lot of people should keep in mind when you're planning to move somewhere new and you're going to take a buddy with you. It's great to have someone that has similar interests. You know, they still want to have some fun. You guys like being around each other. But if you both can be honest when it comes to like money, income, responsibilities, housing, I think it'll be worth it. And then you won't have a friendship fall apart because even though we don't hang out as much right now because we're both adults. We're handling our own thing. Lupe was definitely someone I felt was the best choice because she was, like I said, she was the more level-headed one. And when shit hits the roof, she was able to calm me down a little bit or at least reel me back into reality and say, no, Juanito, we need to figure this out first. So, yes, Lupe, I will say you're the level-headed one and you're the more responsible one. But also, too, she's a female. She just, they just, females just tend to be more responsible. But <laughs> now, I'll also say this, too, because Lupe was also the level headed one, she was also dead set on the date. And what I mean by if we did not move or at least start moving, start going down to LA by like a certain time frame, then we're not gonna go, period. And she was right. Now, the reason why I say that is because you know when you say like, oh, I'm going to move on the 15th, and then you start pushing it back a month, then another month, and then it becomes a year, then another year, and a year, and a year, a year, eventually you never go because you keep pushing it off. And with her, she was like, no, Juanito, we're going to go down at this time. If you're not ready, then you're not coming with me. Or if I'm not ready, I'm not going, period. But both of us still had the same ambition. We still had the same dream and we still made it happen. And really it reminds me too of RuPaul's stick with itness. Like we stuck to what we said. We were saving up our coins. We were trying to find more sources of income when we got down there. And we stuck to the date because this is what we wanted to do. And it paid off. We did what we said. And eventually we did get down to LA. And I will say this too. I was scared shitless. 
because I didn't know what was going to happen. I couldn't predict the future at the time, but I thought I had a solid plan. But because I had a friend who did follow her stick with itness, we both made that jump and it was honestly some of the best time of our lives. Now I will say this though. If you don't have the lucky opportunity of finding a person to go with you that's level-headed or realistic, you also got to do that for yourself. Now, I know I joke and said how I was the more frivolous one or like my head's always in the clouds. But in all honesty, too, I did take my career as seriously as I could when I graduated. And I knew, too, like if I don't take this chance now, it's probably not going to happen. And that was the realistic part I looked at myself is that can I handle, you know, saving my coins? Can I find a job if I really set my mind to it? Make sure you have that realistic expectations and the drive within yourself. It's great to have somebody to lean on. It's great to have somebody that can support you and help take that jump with you. But realistically, if you really can't see yourself making that giant career move or making that leap, then maybe you shouldn't do it. And I mean, don't do it yet until you can see yourself realistically. I found the plan. I have my money saved. I have the income. I'm fucking ready. And that's where I think is the realistic. Once you feel ready, and I mean truly, honestly ready, and not pushing it off to make excuses, excuses, excuses. Once you have that realization that you can do this, then I say, make that giant career move. But yeah, you guys, I I don't regret making this career move. And I think it was one of the best times I've ever had with my bestie, Lupe. And thank you so much, Lupe. I love you and I miss you. And I know you are doing amazing. But aside from that, you guys, like I said, what were some of the career moves you made? How were you getting a financial plan together? What were you going to do for your income? Did you have a buddy with you or did you grab life by the balls and said, I'm going to make it on my own. Let me know. You can send me a message, a tweet, a DM on all your favorite social medias at Cruise, and let me know what your career plan was like. And with that, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in. I always appreciate you guys listening towards the end. I hope your day is amazing. And I hope to catch you guys all on the next one. Take care.